Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm Bob Mendelson, and this is the Bob's Your Uncle podcast. Happy Equinox Day. Wherever you are in the world, today's light and dark should be of equal length. At least it should be. And today you'll meet Mark Rogers, who works with an outfit called Friends of Israel. But strangely, he's more interested in Australian Jewish people than he is in politics in Israel. Let's find out more about him, shall we? I hope you enjoy Mendelssohn's Violin Concerto in E minor. It's one of my favorites. Thanks for joining me for this Bob's Your Uncle podcast, Season 3, Episode 15. Of note, the opinions are strictly my own and those of my guests. You can now find us and comment to us wherever you get your podcasts. Tell us what matters to you, what triggers your joy, what bothers you in the world. Let us know. We'll see where the Spirit leads us. Whether you're at home, online, on the road with me in your headset at the gym or out for your evening constitutional, wherever you get your podcast, that's where we will be. Thanks for being with us these 18 minutes. Historical Marker of the Week. On this date in history, 21st of March in 1349, between 103,000 Jewish people were killed by Germans blaming the Jews for the Black Death in riots in Erfurt, Germany. In 1826, Beethoven's String Quartet No. 13 in B-flat major premiered in Vienna, and in 1844, the original date predicted by William Miller of Massachusetts for the return of Jesus and the end of the world, that didn't happen. And that's the historical marker of the week. And now my interview with a friend named Mark Rogers. I hope you enjoy this. Mark Rogers, thank you for joining us on the Bob's Your Uncle podcast. You're welcome, where, Bob. Where is home for you? Well, my home at present is at Werribee. We've, uh, my wife and I have lived there for about the past six and a half years uh, after moving from Newcastle, north of Sydney. But Werribee's in Victoria. Ver- Werribee is on the western side of Melbourne, Victoria. Were, were you raised there? No, 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 no. I have lived in 17 homes all over Australia since I was born. Are you running from the law? <laughs> One might think that. No, I was, uh, first off, I was a part of an army family. And uh, then when I went into ministry, uh, part, of the, part of the baggage with ministry is that you get moved around a bit to different positions and places. Like an army brat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, in some of your work here in Australia, you use your guitar and your lovely voice to help Jewish people. How would you describe what you do? 
I see my one of one of the mottos of Friends of Israel, and this is where I see myself fitting in as well, is building bridges, finding hope, and the Friends of Israel has a real ministry in that area of building bridges with the Jewish people and establishing that friendship uh, with Jewish folk. And so that's been part of my ministry, particularly in the Jewish aged care facilities hmm. uh, where I've served in, uh, actually since starting back in Newcastle, I used to drive down to Sydney and uh, connect with a Jewish Montefiore home there. Uh, and here I've had contact with another uh, four Jewish homes hmm. and uh, I take my music program there and uh, the residents really seem to enjoy the music programs and uh, that in its, and also the staff uh, are very responsive and families and it's been marvellous to see the connection made through the, uh, just through those, uh, those programs. Now you call the organisation Friends of Israel, did you start that organisation? <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, uh, the Ministry of the Friends of Israel goes, goes back to the back goes back to 1934, I think, uh, even before uh, the Holocaust, mm. before the Second World War, and uh, I think our founding father was Victor Buxbazen. Buxbazen, the Polish Jew. Yes, he was a noble fellow. So it's uh, quite remarkable seeing these people who who knew these great great saints in the ministry of reaching out to the Jewish people. Never met a Saint Victor, but I, <laughs> but I like that. Now, what prompted you to uh, let your guitar and singing and going to Jewish aged care facility, what prompted you to uh, use your guitar and singing to go to Jewish aged care places well, to make that part of your well, work? Well, it, when I was called to work with Friends of Israel, <clears throat> I was going through a bit of a crisis and I was a, prior to that a pastor and also working as a chaplain in aged care and uh, I used my guitar a lot both in preaching and uh, singing and, uh, and also in the aged care facilities and uh, so when I came up came down here to Victoria uh, back in uh, 2015 uh, there was a real sense of uh, me wanting to make a connection with the Jewish elderly people. And so I got onto the phone and I, I called uh, the recreation officer at Gary Smorgan home. <clears throat> and I told her that I'd had experience working in aged care for many years and, uh, she, and offered my services. And she just simply said, when can you come? They love that. They? <laughs> when can you come? Somebody who wants and, to come and sing to old folks? Yeah, yeah. So, is that what is that the connect? Yes, yes. What is it about music that makes people so happy? I think on a couple of levels. Firstly, I think there's a great reminiscing quality to it, uh, that it takes people back to a happier time, <clears throat> and uh, also just a soothing, calming impact that music has, as we know in the story of David and Saul. Uh, well, David, you and I know that, but I'm not sure the audience knows that. David, David, who played uh, King David, who played oh, the, King David. So King we're David. talking Bible. Yeah, days. we are. We're talking about Bible times. Who played his harp when the evil King Saul, his predecessor, uh, was trying to kill him, and uh, and David played his harp and it calmed him down considerably. So, okay. <laughs> so, so, and I've found that working with people, particularly. 
people with dementia who are offering, they're often very stressed, they're fretful, they are confused and uh, very anxious. And uh, I've turned, sometimes I just start them playing my guitar and singing and it can be transformative. It you, just changed people. I, I love music. I, I play music a lot. And on the show, that. well, season three, this is the third season of the Bob Drunk podcast, and we use Mendelssohn's Violin Concerto in E minor. <laughs> I, I think King David would have been jealous that we, that we have that. Uh, look, you called your organization Friends of Israel. Well, no, I didn't call it that. No, that was called that by the founders. <laughs> by, by, uh, Rabbi Victor Booksbottom. Yeah, that's uh, something. Now, Friends of Israel, great name. I'd rather friends than enemies, of course. Yeah. How do you personally handle those who disparage the Jewish people or who might even call themselves enemies of Israel? Well, <clears throat> if, if they call themselves Christian believers, I simply take them to the Bible and I remind them that Jesus was a Jew that the Apostle Paul was a Jew. In fact, he, he called himself one of the chief Jews and, uh, and uh, he was a, a Jew among Jews. Well, let's take and, it uh, out of the Bible and, and, because these people who are enemies, <clears throat> say they're enemies of Israel, they don't prefer to be super proto, you know, pro-Israel. They just want everybody everywhere to have a fair go. And, you know, leave, leave the poor Arabs alone and there are Palestinians who are pressured. And here you are saying, I'm a friend of Israel. Are you saying you're not a friend of Palestinians? By no means, no means. God is no respecter of persons, but he has a unique people through whom he has brought his truth and his revelation of himself to the world. And they are the Jewish people. And it is through the Jewish people that the Messiah came. And it is through the Jewish people that we have the scriptures. And it's through the Jewish people that you and I, as Christian believers, have hope. We owe a great debt to Israel and to the Jewish people. Well, I'm a Jew. Of course you are. <laughs> so I owe a debt to myself. That's awkward. Uh, but, but now th think about this with me, Mark. Um, when you say friends of Israel, People who are outside the religion world, they're going to see that as a political thing, isn't, aren't they? So you're saying I'm a friend of the nation of Israel. They're looking at it politically. And you're talking about going to a Jewish nursing care. You're, you're taking care of individual Jewish people. You have a genuine heart, a beautiful heart to love my people. I, I so appreciate that. How do you go from friends of Israel, meaning people, to friends of Israel, not meaning political Zion, blue and white flag waving, or are you talking about that? I don't believe you can separate the two. God has established through, well, well if I think about the people to whom I minister, uh, many of them are Holocaust survivors, very elderly Holocaust survivors. Uh, Melbourne is a great hub of Holocaust survivors, uh, even on a world standard. And uh, I think they probably want to get as far away from the trouble that they were in uh, previously as possible. And so, um, you know, it's, I, I, I don't see that you can divorce Israel from the people and Israel the nation from the people and Israel the people from the nation. Um, 
while there many people would not return to the nation, I know there's going to come a time when that will happen even more so, that God will restore all his people to the nation. Uh, and what a day of rejoicing God, that'll be. That, amen. And, uh, but I, I just feel there's this great uh, compassion that God has placed in my heart for his people. And I, I know that over the years that I've been involved in this ministry, the past eight years particularly, that I have had, I don't know, I've sat many, sat many times with elderly people and, uh, and just wept with them mm. over, the, over the suffering that they, have, that they have endured. Even here in Melbourne, I can remember uh, one of the Jewish nursing homes where I visit, uh, one week was daubed with uh, swastikas. Mm. And 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 I it just it broke my heart. It was one of the ones that where I go and do my music programs, and I, I just could not believe uh, that such animosity and hatred exists for the Jewish people against the Jewish people in our modern Australian culture. It's twenty first century. We well, should be beyond that. We should be, but we're not. And and uh, the old hatred, the, 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 the what they call the oldest hatred. Uh, still exists and it's a very sad thing to see in our culture here in Australia we're supposed to be a, you know, the land of the fair go the land of, of, of freedom and opportunity uh, but there's still some of those old uh, hatreds exist in old such a terrible die hard. they do, they do and when they're ingrained and in people and we see that not only in religion we and but we also see it on the football pitch. Uh, do you have a favorite sporting team? Do you follow the AFL, footy, golf, <coughs> tennis, pickleball? Well, do you follow any of those? Well, I, uh, I must say that there are um, certain things in one's life that uh, one can't change. And uh, I grew up in Western Sydney, and so I'm a Penrith Panthers rugby league fan. There you go. And, and so... <laughs> so this, this, there's not much. Uh, I, I I still don't understand Aussie rules uh, AFL. <laughs> Hang around Melbourne long enough, it'll help. It'll it'll yeah, fill yeah, in. Yeah, my, my pastor is working on me. Okay, good. <laughs> is there anything else you want to tell the the uh, Bob's Your Uncle podcast? Well, uh, one th- I must say that I've enjoyed the fellowship and camaraderie of these last few days at this uh, conference. It's been it's been a great blessing and. Uh, to get together with people who have a similar heart for the Jewish people. And uh, I pray that as part of my ministry uh, in preaching, I do a lot of preaching around local churches, and part of that is trying to wake up churches to the fact that not only do we owe a great debt to Israel in relation to uh, our heritage, but we owe a great debt to them to love them and to impart the message of Yeshua, the Mashiach, to them. Beautiful. To try and show them the wonderful story of salvation that can be theirs. So sweet. The peace with God that they can have. Awesome. Thank you, Mark. A real Bless pleasure. You, Thank and you. And for those watching or listening online, we just shook hands because that's what you do at the end, <laughs> end of an interview. All the best to you, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much, brother.
Every week we read from the number one bestseller of all time. And again, today is no exception. So here's that Bible verse from Psalm 103, verse 7. God made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the sons of Israel. What do you think about all this? Write me on bobmendo at aol.com or comment or even video to me on Instagram or Twitter at Bob's Your Uncle PC. I'd love to know what you think about all this. Don't forget to follow your uh, this podcast on your app. Thanks. Next week, we'll be sharing with Josh Gaddis from the United States, who, along with tens of thousands of others, is involved in the hospitality industry, and he's making a new go at podcasting as well. Should be a good one. See you next Tuesday. Until then, from me, Bob Mendelssohn, when things seem bleak or uncertain, look up to God. He's in his heaven. And Bob's your uncle. Shalom from Sydney. <laughs>